the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308. 308- 8867. That's 308 8867. Or toll free at 866 308 8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9 30 a.m. The Answer. Uh, we want to welcome you to the show. I want to invite you to come on out to Milberger's at 1604 and and Bulverde Road, and uh, it's the uh, Christmas open house. We've seen Santa chugging by in little rain train, little red train, little yeah, red choo choo. Where was Santa? He was in the in the train. He's in the train. I know you are so you are put off. That's, they won't let us in the train, Milton. When you deliver gifts to hundreds of boys and girls, <laughs> thousands, millions of boys and girls throughout the the world in one day, oh, you no. you can ride the train. Oh. Uh huh. Yeah. He, you know he doesn't he he doesn't lose weight for Christmas, <laughs> so he's still heavy. What's your point? He shouldn't be and in the back he, of the train. Yeah, he shouldn't be in the train. Oh, if he he's as heavy as we are. Uh, you, I'm gonna let you talk to Santa <laughs> about that. Oh, uh, I. You're, you're get you're getting cold for Christmas. It is clear. <laughs> But, but here it comes again. Is Santa in there this time? No, they no. threw him out of there. Oh, they got kiddos in there. Yay. <laughs> Little red train is chugging by. There's picture opportunities uh, yeah. for uh, you to come on by. They've got Santa up front, right? Oh, good. I, I think he's up there where the I was. I was setting up. I didn't see where he was. Oh, maybe so. I uh, think he is. Well, they had Ed was driving originally. Yeah, I saw that. It looks like that's as, that's as far as they could haul him in the train, I guess. So <sighs> he had to get him up front. Man, you're gonna go after Santa? <laughs> really? I'm going after the people that make the rules, like Trace. Uh, you are seriously not getting anything for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Santa is scratching, check. He's not even checking you off the list for I'm you. I'm really gonna be angry. Yeah, if he won't let us sit on his lap and tell us, I'm going to let you what we want for Christmas. He he knows you ain't getting it. You've been, you've been, <laughs> I said we'd we'd do it one at a time rather than you and I together. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, we got a phone call already. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And after Mike will tell you all the things that Millburgers has to brighten up your home for Christmas. Hi, Mike. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Thanks for starting the show off. What's going on? Yeah, well, I had somebody tell me about tomatoes. They said if you pick a green tomato and wrap it in newspaper and put it up, then when you want it ripe, you just take it out of the newspaper and set it in the one, and it'll ripen. And they didn't give me a time frame, but I just wondered if there's any truth to that. 
Well, <laughs> well, uh, kinda. Uh, yeah, we we talk about uh, if you harvest tomatoes now, as long as they're full size, you take them in the kitchen and they will they'll ripen. Uh, yeah, we got a here. Uh, Kevin got a on here one, wonderful article in today's paper, and he touches on that situation. But uh, uh, let me let me. How much it does it have to? Because in the past, y'all have talked that it has to have a little color on it, so it can't be that full green. It has to have a little bit of off. Well, green. in my yeah. in our experience, Jerry's in my experience, it doesn't. All it needs to do is get full size in this this kind of weather, and it it's ready to ripen. Oh, even if it's green. Yeah. Cause okay. Yeah, well, you can, you know, it won't be the. Dark green, it'll be a, a kind of a off green, but but you'll see a, you're, you're right. right though. You'll see a little, maybe a little orange tint, or you'll see a yeah. yellow tint. Mike, uh, my wife picked some of the Ruby Crush, uh, <laughs> and it was it was green, but it wasn't. It was sort of a light green. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's I haven't seen and the Ruby Crush in the. BHA in 968, I've never seen. They just get ripe. Oh. Like. It's the big ones I always worry about. Yeah. At but, the, uh, and it's ripened now. This, I'll have to, it's nice. It's getting red. So. They've been I amazing. I don't know that we answered your question, though, Mike. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I was just wondering. You know, they talked like that you could set them up for a couple of weeks, and then when you wanted them, just bring them out and, and put them in the window. And I just had doubts about that part of it. Yeah, that window thing. uh they they'll if they they ripen from the inside they were uh, the, the seed uh, produces ethylene uh, or ripening gas within the fruit and uh, it uh, spreads from the inside to the outside. Now the best way to do that is uh, get all get all the large. Uh, get the largest size fruit. Well, the way you can tell if they're truly going to ripen, and you got a lot of tomatoes, of course, uh, to find out which size is truly going to ripen, you can take a knife. You can cut them uh, length, uh, uh, sideways. A uh, length, uh, what am I trying to say? From uh, top to bottom? No. Okay. Across. Uh, Across. Okay. Uh, the fruit. But anyway, and when you when you cut them like that, if the seed has a gel on it, uh, where well, a little looks like jelly on the outside of it, then those fruit that size fruit will ripen. If you cut the seed when you do it, that fr- fruit will not ripen. Because it's not mature enough to produce ethylene. Yeah. So, uh, so wait. Let's let's go so back to this. So, if if let's say he's lucky enough to pick a pe- a tomato that was at, at the ripening stage. Mm-hmm. Can, it's how long? Not, it's not that. It's not that hard. How how <laughs> long can he keep pick. it unripe, like wrapped up in newspaper? Does that does that part yeah, work? Well, the wrapped up in newspaper. Uh, because a lot of times tomatoes will rot. Oh. And uh, the idea, the p- paper doesn't help with the ripeness. It keeps the uh, fr- uh, f- some of the fruit from rotting. And uh, 
damaging the other fruit that you're trying to save. You can put them out on the uh, counter, kitchen counter. They don't have to be in a sunny window to ripen. Yeah, it's not a great strategy to put them in a big bowl, but that's what most of us do. Yeah. Because then then you do have some, yeah, Yeah. bruises on some sides. I have a question. Are are there any other fruits that are going to produce that same gas that would make the tomatoes ripen faster if they were with them? Oh, bananas. You know, like they do bananas. Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, so if that, you had a ripe that, banana and you put it in there with it, would it make it happen faster? Well, yeah. They they talk about using apples. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that. Apples. That was original. But thing. I think he wants to like keep that tomato, yeah, unripened but ready to go for about two weeks. Okay. The best way to do that is put some on the kitchen counter. And put leave some in a cool room. Oh, okay. Maybe even in the garage. Uh, and the cook they they ripen according to heat units. In other words, mm. about uh, warm. Warmer they are, uh, warmer they are, the faster they will ripen. Now, and that's why uh, <laughs> that's why we have so much trouble r- getting red ripe tomatoes in the fall because. The temperature, they set fruit uh, while it's still warm, and then the fruit tries to ripen during the cool temperature like we're having now. Right. So if you want to keep them, put some in a cooler area and put the ones that you want to ripen faster in a warmer area. Does that help you, Mike? Yeah, well, I've been out delivering fall tomatoes today to my friends, and I just wondered if I put some up, how long I might be able to hang on to them. Yeah, it it depends on the ripeness that you store them. In other words, how <laughs> at the size of the tomato, the big ones ripen slower, and uh, and how, and the temperatures that you hold them in. Okay. Yeah. That'll work. Like yeah, that pretty much answered my question. Yeah. Now, don't don't forget our f- person that our fan that always calls in. What is he looking for? Green tomatoes. Oh yeah, he wants the fried. Where do you want fried green tomatoes? <laughs> so uh, you can give that a try. A lot of people pickle. In other words, when they shake the vines, to put, after you pull them up and shake the vines, oh, you'll have a lot of fruit come off. It'll be smaller, and you can pickle pickle those, pickle tomatoes. Okay. Yeah. And they don't have to be ripe to do that. Thanks, Mike. Thank y'all. Yeah. Bye. I hope we helped you. All right. I need oh, we should have asked Mike what kind of tomatoes he was growing. Should have. Did he say? I'm still in awe of the apple thing. So oh, okay. Do you cut up the apple, or do you leave it whole? <laughs> you cut it up. Okay. But uh, so I think. Yeah, but theoretically, a banana would work too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. as it decays, it, it releases the right, gas? Right, right. Okay. Well, I'm not sure it's decay. Oh. It's, well, it's, it's yeah. maturing, okay. yeah. But you've At some it. point, you cross it's the line where it starts to decay. But <laughs> okay, but, you know, you're, but you're cutting it up, right? You don't have to cut it up. Oh, you don't have to cut it up. All right. No, but if you cut it up, you get more yeah. re- release. In it. Okay. Now, when we're talking ethylene gas, a lot of people are gassing the tomatoes and bananas 
That doesn't mean put them in the bathroom with you. Thank you, Jerry. I don't, right. I don't want people to no, get confused. I don't think anybody's going to get confused. Sir, is there anybody on the line there? <laughs> no, I wish there were. But Trace is here with us, and we'll talk to Trace. I Tr- just came up with that method. Did you now? Yeah, that's an original thought. Sounds pretty fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds kind of ripe. Uh, 210-308-8867. Hi, Trace. What's going on today? Uh, I'm, I still can't get over there. Are you still stunned? <laughs> I'm stunned, yeah. Oh, man. You oh, never I never heard sir. that on the radio before, have you, Trey? I'm, I'm See, sure if I listened to original. you long enough, I yeah. probably would have heard it many times. <laughs> <laughs> this is an original show. You won't hear that on other gardens. I know. There's a spectacular cyclamen out there. But Man, I, you have a lot of cyclamen. Oh, my goodness. And I also no, noticed there's rocket snapdragons. Wow. And uh, the uh, Harmony stocks on yep. six-packs. And in 10-inch pots. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at them as I was coming up, and uh, you've got some more double whites out there. Uh, It's interesting. The whites have more doubles in them than the uh, colors. Uh, Which, what what are you talking about, the stocks? Stocks, yeah. Oh, the the ones that are in the 10 inch? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, they're (laughs) they're right at the end of that. In the six pack? Those are six packs. Yeah, the six pack. And uh, they're they're fragrant, they're big time fragrant, and the doubles, of course. Oh, good. The reason we like the doubles is because uh, they're fragrant, and uh, yeah, it, it can be used as dried flowers. That's and neat. It, you know, people dry the potpourri. You uh-huh. know what they call it? Is it still fragrant after it's been dried? Uh, no. Oh. But it's kind of an interesting flower. Okay. And where do you where do you put potpourri, Milton? Uh, I, don't, I have no idea, nor do I want to know. Oh, Trace, okay. what you got any Christmas trees here at Millburgers? <laughs> yes, we do. You got plenty. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we've got a good selection of stills. So uh, Fraser firs, Noble firs, Nordman firs. Okay. And living trees, great selection as well. Yeah, good selection uh, and those, and I've seen some beautiful poinsettias that have found their home. Oh yeah, and. Uh, have you got them in there by the cash register? I saw a girl, one of your employees going in there. The, hang, the hanging baskets are in there, and then the bulk of the rest of them are in the greenhouse. In the what? In the greenhouse. Oh, okay. They tried to put them outside, but I saw the <laughs> weather and the rain coming. Yeah. Oh, the rain's coming? Yeah, Monday. Monday? Okay. Uh, okay, they're, they're pretty. Uh, whoever, that, I don't know whether that person was buying them or whether they were just putting them inside. Uh, if they were, if you saw them going inside, that was a customer buying them. That was what? A customer buying them. Oh, okay. But good Lord, she had a bunch of them. And they were pretty beautiful. Plants. They are. And there's some, some unique ones in the six-and-a-half-inch pots that are, mm-hmm. uh, and in 10-inch, too. Yeah. Some and we, we I got some from uh, a gift for someone just uh, the other day from here of the points. There's uh, still a good selection of those uh uh, snapdragons that are uh, spreading snapdragons over there, like like four colors, right, Trace? Five I'm colors. Pretty sure there's four. Yeah, <laughs> and they uh, it's a, it's another plant to use in hanging baskets. Yeah, <laughs> very attractive. Because well, the regular snapdragon, the bloom would be up high where you'd never really see it. So this one would lend itself to a pot or a basket better. There you go. And a, a big container. Uh, they look so cool. With these around the edge, and then uh, oh, the um, 
Well, rockets are kind of big, but the, what's the... So the medium snaps yeah. or stock even would Son be cool in the middle. Yeah. Sonnets, I guess. Sonnets yes. would be in the middle would really look nice with these surrounding uh, yeah. laying down uh, snaps. The, uh, the, uh, one thing I wanted to ask about, I don't know if you can remember what it is, when I stopped out there to smell the stocks, oh. uh, there was a beautiful yellow-blooming, a bunch of yellow-blooming plants next to the, butted up against the stock. And uh, I, I thought it was a, a, a yellow stock. <laughs> but but uh, I looked at the tag. I've never heard of it. And it's in a, it's got a tag in it from a different supplier than I've ever seen. I don't think they're yellow stocks, are there? No. Well, yeah. this was, this this didn't say it was stocked. Oh. And there were no doubles. I was just trying to think of if I've ever no, seen a yellow stock. There stock. were doubles in there. No doubles in there. But it was beautiful, beautifully Something yellow uh, color. Foley chance. Do you remember what that is? I'll have to go look. <laughs> Uh, From here, I was thinking it was a calendula, but I'm... It's what? Calendula. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll find out what it is. I I looked at this tag, but I couldn't say the name, so we let somebody... Well, now i got to go look. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll <laughs> while you're looking, we'll take a break. 210-308-8867. Uh, oh, you do that when Trace comes up. No, no, no. <laughs> 210-308-8867. 8867, the number. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on. What kind of questions do you have? What kind of tomatoes uh, things are, are you seeing out there? Because uh, <laughs> that, that Ruby Crush, by the way, was from last year. It was from spring. Is that right? Yeah. We kept it over the summer, and it kept going, so we didn't do anything. I know you all advise against it. <laughs> but well, not, well, the cherries, so have a tendency, especially in 968. And if they're... If they're performing, that. yeah. If they're performing well, you hate them. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're not nearly as sensitive as the big ones. Are. All right, we'll take a break. Be back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Of the dear Savior's birth. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, I don't forget if it's uh, this holiday season because there's more activity, there's more stuff. You may notice things you didn't notice before. When you reach in for that pot you haven't seen, you may notice roach droppings or something like that. Uh, you may want to give Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control a call. To help get rid of them and uh, keep you on a maintenance plan that gets rid of those roaches or if you've got rats or ants. We haven't talked about ants in a while. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man can do it all. Just remember, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, uh, they've been your web of protection since 1976. They do a terrific job, and uh, folks absolutely love them. Talk to anybody that's used them, and they absolutely love Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Thirty-seven twenty-one, but you should go spidermanpest.com. That's the website. Go spidermanpest.com. I think okay. most of the ants disappeared, uh, froze last year. I'm not sure it worked out like that. Ants and what does Calvin say in his article? Ants and, uh, ants and gophers froze. <laughs> uh -huh. 
That's, that's why all the people in uh, Wilson County was kind of upset because of all, hey. all the gopher frogs. Oh, poor. They were, they'll, they'll they were miss making them. coats and uh, underwear out of those pelts. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah, you, that's the only place you can find gopher underwear in Wilson County. Who knew? Yeah. Some of the stores down there. Two one zero three zero eight. I'm going to call up all the stores in Wilson <laughs> County and see if I can get some. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yes. Okay. They feel good, right wearing those. Milk. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And the neat thing about it is you can flip them in and out. You can have the fur on your body, or, yeah. or you can have the uh, skin on the body. I like the fur. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to. Okay. All right, so what you got there? What you looking at? Oh, uh, we mentioned uh, some of the stuff Trey just didn't get a chance to mention. Um, besides poinsettias, Christmas trees, living, and fresh cut. Uh, the cyclamen, lots of them. Christmas cactus, uh, lots of different sizes and, and uh, shapes and stuff of the poinsettias. And uh, a huge selection of Christmas trees. So uh, come on out and take pictures with Santa today as well as uh, get the kids can ride the choo-choo and have a good time. We've seen a choo-choo's been by a couple times with kiddos in it. All right. Will they let, will they let oversized kids ride the train? So now you're going to claim. Since they won't let us ride, ride the train? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to. Do you, Do they weigh the kids before they get on? No. <laughs> There's a reason why you're not running the nursery. <laughs> All right, kid, come here. Get on the scale. I'm sorry. They did. Fair is fair. <laughs> they did that to my uh, teenage daughter, Alicia. Mm. Uh, when we went to Big Ben uh, National Park and they wanted to dr- ride the horses down to see the views. Oh, no. And so she's still scarred from this? They would wail, weigh the women and of course <laughs> she was she was young and they had uh college students college boys giving them uh you know supervising the situation and so they made her get on the scale how'd that go made her mad as hell. i was gonna say <laughs> jeremy and i were in the tr- in the car waiting for them to come out and uh <laughs> She slammed the door coming out. Yeah. Because they weighed her. Mm. Anyway. Okay. What you got there? Uh, we, uh, after several trips by, <laughs> from Trey's, we found out what my pretty flower was. Yeah. Out there by the stock. And uh, they, it's a wallflower. Yeah. What can you tell us about that? Besides well, that it's pretty. I, I didn't really know about wallflower until I went to England. And they got wallflower all over the place down there. I fell in love with them. Of course, <laughs> I said, well, I'm going to plant some of those in Texas. Wrong. Uh, they die, They live about uh, six minutes uh, in, a, in the late spring because they're a cool weather plant. Hmm. So, so are now, you uh, promoting the, the ones we got here at Melbourne? Oh, yeah. Now it's cool. Now that it's cool. Got the got that uh, England, and today especially, <laughs> it feels it feels like England. But uh, those things are pretty. Like I said, they're by the stock, and uh, it made me uh, take a double take because I 
thinking they may be uh, uh, stocked by yellow stock. But uh, they're very uniform blooming, and they're bright yellow. They're beautiful. No, it does says native to southern Europe. Wallflowers are the next best thing to pansies. These cool season plants have a lovely fragrance and come in an abundance of colors. Stock? I mean, wallflower. wallflower come in fra- have fragrance? That's what it says. That's what better homes and gardens say. <laughs> well, I, I sniffed them a little bit. I got a light fragrance, but I didn't know whether that. You do have a light fragrance. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that, that's good, Mister. Thank you. I thought you'd like that. <laughs> Even if you got mad, you'd probably still appreciate it. <laughs> but anyway, the, uh, I was thinking that was the bleed over from the stocks right next to it. So uh, it may have a fragrance to it. But uh, that, that yellow color is what's so pretty. But anyway, you never see them until this time of the year in Texas. Hmm. And then I, I guess they'll take a pretty good freeze, pretty hard freeze. But uh, no good. Anyway, I saw maybe those. perfect and I was, this year. Yeah, maybe perfect. Because what does Calvin say? <laughs> and he doesn't. He doesn't mention wallflower. Okay. Do they grow those in South Africa? Wallflower? I don't know. I don't know them. Okay, I don't. I didn't either. <laughs> I, I would. Obviously. I, I would. Uh, you know, if they if they only last uh, six seconds, like you said, <laughs> in Texas minutes. in the heat, yeah, six uh-huh. minutes. That they're probably not real <laughs> uh, a good choice for Texas all the time. Yeah. But anyway, uh, why do they call them wallflowers? I don't know because came up with that in England. If I they guess. don't climb walls or do anything like that. I don't huh? know if they plant them in walls. Oh, in England. Okay. That could be a possibility. Uh, some people do uh, tubers. Why did they call stocks stocks? I don't know. Zinnias, zinnias. <laughs> well, but but zinnia doesn't mean anything. I've got wall and flower. I thought maybe it was a zinnia, zinnia a climbing flower. Like. Zinnia in in Latin means beautiful. No, that's why beautiful. Flower. Yeah. What does wall in Latin mean? Uh, wall. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Calvin. All right. <laughs> 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Another thing I noticed while walking up, I wrote these down so I wouldn't forget them. Very good. <laughs> Was a red, or maybe I'll say maroon. It's more maroon. Everything red's maroon to you. Uh, firebush. Oh, wow. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's out there. Uh, not a lot of plants, but it is screaming maroon, red. Well, well this has been an especially good year for uh, mm. firebush. Yeah. I'm, you know, we talk about it, always put it out for the, the humming migra- and hummingbirds. Mm-hmm. And uh, some years, the goes from hot weather to cool weather, and then you, you get that change in foliage, and then it declines real quickly. Yeah. But this year, it's real. The foliage is really lingered, uh, yeah, and continuing to bloom, <laughs> and so it's been pretty spectacular. Unfortunately, I haven't seen a lot of hummingbirds this uh, last three weeks or so. Yeah, well, maybe, is it, is maybe they headed in the audience south. Well, most most of them probably did, but usually we see, we get kind of streaks, you know. Or yeah. I haven't seen any. Uh, Rufus hummingbirds at all, hmm. 
So if uh, if anybody out there in the audience has seen, or if you've got other uh, ruby throats or b- uh, black chins still hanging around, but uh, in yeah, my call us and give us a report. Yeah, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The nice thing about firebush, yeah, uh, is that that you're right when it when the leaves turn color. That I mentioned they were it was maroon. Milk. I think you did a couple times. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, when the leaves start start turning color, it's quick blooming. It doesn't have a bloom. And you know why that's good, Milton? Because that doesn't attract the hummingbirds and keep them here. Oh, so then. You know, a lot of flowers, a lot of plants that have flowers at this time of the year, we have to cut the flowers off to uh, make sure that some of the migratory uh, insects and animals don't stay here for the winter, freeze to death and die a horrible death. But firebush quits blooming, so the fire bu- the uh, hummingbirds say, Psh, "Let's let's go let's south, get boys." Out of here, yeah. Uh, any 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 validity to that? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you could. You don't have to cut the flowers off firebush. Now he's taking the opposite side. <laughs> Because he says that a lot. Do you yeah, know? the researchers have are pretty positive about the fact that the uh, hummingbirds are not affected by the blooms that are in an area. What in the winter time? Why? Why they're not? Well, the uh, it's 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 not a simple concept. Oh, but uh, they've they've uh, tested it in terms of. Uh, they don't. They don't. They don't bother staying there if it's. Uh, uh, it's a, I remember it as being a pretty good write-up, but it's. So it's, uh, uh, as, as to why. They're. They are not. I guess the all the nectar is available over such a widespread area. Yeah. And. Uh, Maybe the nectar flavor changes. Sugars, in the. That's interesting. Uh, however. In cool, uh, cool temperatures, sugar should should go up, should be uh, higher. But that that's yeah. It's Isn't sweet corn? Huh. I'll have to look. I'll have to look it up. But but it's not re- it's not anything that we that's obvious about. It. It's not any of those yeah. kind of factors. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, well, it's a it's kind of a complex. I think chemistry. I think the problem is those butterflies. Are not as smart as the hummingbirds are. Have you they tested don't have this? a biggest br- bigger brain because, you know, we have to cut the flowers off to f- signal for the butterflies he's, to go he's still south. Still angry about this? Uh, yeah, but, we, but again, he's misstating the. Oh, okay. What? We don't know that for sure. Where we've just accepted a temporary compromise, in case that in case that's the. Of the the idea there, so, but so. but there is no real evidence that it may that the uh, monarchs stay here because of the tropical. Oh, you mean I may I I, I scared everybody and cutting all the blooms off the flowers? No, you just we just want everybody to understand why it's temporarily doing that until we can verify the science. 
All right, let's let's focus back on. I'm gonna cut the flowers off uh, so so science can be verified. Quit right. it. All right. So what else? What else? <laughs> well, it's uh, uh, the will you're not, not let, let it go. With it. Well, uh, that's because you uh, make such <laughs> absurd points. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. Okay. Let's focus on something else. This is we're we're gonna have to agree to disagree, <laughs> as the kids say. Uh, I just think those butterflies are stupid. <sighs> okay. Okay. There you they're go. pretty, but they're stupid. Uh, they stay around. The hummingbirds. Uh-uh. Okay. okay. <laughs> also. Next point, please. <laughs> the uh, 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 we we got a good supply of of small broccoli. Oh, okay. Plants, and uh, we got uh, large spinach, which is good. But the small broccoli, if you brought brought broccoli, (laughs) brought broccoli, if you bought some broccoli (laughs) early on and they were tall, they were bigger, the plants, uh, and you want a continuous supply of broccoli, then you need to come and get some smaller broccoli. Hmm. Because the big transplants will definitely uh, produce a head. Don't uh, if you use this green magic variety, will produce a head uh, in 60 days or less. Less. So uh, if you, but if if it depends on the size of the broccoli when you plant it. So if you plant some, it's called a, a succession or planting. If you plant some of this small stuff, that'll extend your season. Uh, several uh, several weeks, a week or ten days, but uh, we've got a good supply of that good looking day deal, and we've got uh, great looking spinach, which is ready to eat. If you want if you want spinach for uh, uh, for uh, Christmas, you know, and salads and things, this is it. This is your salad, so you can buy the spinach transplant and uh, plant plant them now if you want to, or just leave them in the container and harvest, uh, fertilize them with a water-soluble fertilizer, and you can harvest off of those plants uh, for Christmas and then plant them, plant the plants after Christmas. Oh, wow. And they'll regrow. That's why there's so much spinach grown in the Winter Garden area out toward Pearsall and Carrizo Springs in the wintertime because they can get several cuttings off of it. Uh, spinach is grown all the way into Arkansas, but uh, they don't get nearly as many cuttings off of them as, uh, as we do in Texas in the Winter Garden area. And the, uh, the also the... Uh, uh, that's why Del Monte had their uh, spinach uh, plant and several, uh, several thousand acres of spinach in the Winter Garden over, right. uh, over around Crystal City. Spinach but, capital of the world or something? Yeah, Crystal right. City called? Yeah, that's what they, they got Popeye in front of the yeah. <laughs> uh, City Hall, I think. And uh, you can take some, like, red peppers 
and put it in your green spinach for Christmas and there you have, go. It, have that feeling. All right. We got to take a quick break while we do, so hang on to those thoughts. Give us a call. You're listening. That's hard for me to do these days. I know it is. You can do it. I got faith in you. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Give us a call. Looking for hummingbird reports. Looking for tomato reports. Tell us what's going on. Billy, tell us what's going on with your tomatoes. Uh, call 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I'm Milton Glick. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Loretta's as mean as you are with Santa. That's <laughs> Miss Loretta. Yeah, she doesn't mess around. <laughs> She's, that's, that's good to hear her. All right, 210-308-8867. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I just uh, barely just bought a, uh, a memoir of hers. Oh, is that right? Yeah, at a book sale. All right, 210-308-8867. Don't, don't come home with a Drinking with loving on your mind. Remember that. Thank you, Jerry. Words to live by. <laughs> From Loretta Lynn. From Loretta Lynn. Hey, uh, <laughs> Calvin noticed a, what did you notice? Oh, you're there still looking is. for him, so you can for, just. Oh, it's right there, there it is, right down there. Carolina Wren. Oh, uh, where? See? Oh, there he is. Isn't he cute? Man. Uh, but if you're rust, looking to attract. He's got rust color. Uh, look at him looking at us. He's <laughs> looking at us now? Yeah. When I, if he, you're he, looking to get birds and wildlife to your yard. The folks over at Wild Birds Unlimited at Northwest Military and Hebner Road, Kyle, Bill, Keith, all the gang over there can help you uh, get the right feeds, the right feeders, uh, the right knowledge, too. You know, what, what's maybe you're looking for something that just doesn't come through San Antonio. Maybe you've seen it, but it's not the right season. Or maybe you're having trouble uh, uh, with where you put the house, like a Purple Martin house. They'll help you with all that. That's what they do at Northwest Military and Hebner Road, that Wild Bird Unlimited has everything you, uh, you need, including some prepackaged gift items. So if you want to have it mailed off, already ready to go, like a hummingbird feeder kit, the whole thing. They're giving them everything they need to start from day one, uh, attracting hummingbirds to their yards. Wild Birds Unlimited can help you with that. Go visit them, Northwest Military and Hebner Road. And it's, of course, 210-479-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD for Wild Birds Unlimited. And uh, we got a guest. One of their books that they have there is called uh, Parking Lot Birding. We hope uh-huh. to have uh, somebody on, who the author of that coming on, uh, Jennifer uh, Bristol, talking to us uh, soon about the book. And it's all about places you can go in South Texas and I think throughout Texas to see birds. And Mitchell Lake is in there, but all uh, Cibolo um, Nature Preserve. Parking Lot uh-huh. Birding? Yeah. So you don't have to leave the parking lot. I bet she. I bet she's gonna mention sparrows. In there. She might. We'll see. Did you look up sparrows? No, no, <laughs> not yet. All right, two one zero three zero eight whole chapter eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. It was. I was talking about broccoli a while ago. Yeah. 
and uh, uh, they also have ornamental kale out there. Oh, is that the purple? Yeah. And I was very disappointed. I uh, see day before yesterday, because I, because I went, uh, I went to H E B to get some product. Mm-hmm. Get some so kale for yourself. Get some grocery. Are you a secret kale eater? They had bunches of edible kale. Uh huh. And and all of their, you know, they have pre-prepared uh, uh, salads and things like that. Yeah. Every one of them had kale in there. It's good for you. I didn't. I don't think I ever. I saw any spinach. No, oh. but kale was big time. I'm not sure what you're getting. It was terrible. I got nothing against kale. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't try to turn me forcing against kale. Our, forcing us into buying kale. HEPD is pretty clever. I would think that they would probably put putting kale in there because they get a, asked about it for a lot, a lot of times. That people want it. I'm just saying they don't do things, you know. They probably want to know how to get rid of it. Nah, you know, I don't think so. It. All right. Well, Luby's, it's hard. Uh, Luby's was kind of big on uh, kale yeah. salads too. Hmm. Yeah, is that Almost right? every salad seemed to me had some <laughs> kale in it. They wouldn't sell it if people didn't want it, right? Yeah, it was uh, it was good stuff. And yeah. that's a sad commentary right there. Yeah. Okay. Focus now. Well, so ornamental well, kale. Why would you sell it if nobody wanted it? <laughs> I don't know. Well, because they've read these magazines where they talk about how nutritious it is and it is. how wonderful it is to add to the salad. It and seems to be in smoothies. They're in their smoothies and all uh-huh. that stuff. And so people try it, and, mo- and a lot of them like it. So. Yeah. A few of them like it. A lot of them. Uh, apparently, yeah, a lot of them do. Anyway, so they, we got ornamental kale. They got the ornamental kale, and I didn't see any edible kale. I guess, I guess it was so popular, it just flew around. Probably so. HEBs probably <laughs> but, uh, bought them before they could get them to the nurseries. i tell you one thing I noticed in the, going into HEB. Uh-huh. It is, I've been to grocery. Jeremy goes to the grocery for me now. So I hadn't been there uh, in a while. And it just, the amount of produce that's available to customers. It's amazing, isn't it? Now, nowadays, it just, it just blew my mind. I had to stop in the aisle <laughs> and look around at all. I was in the fruit section. And when you see what they are selling in the fruit section, from all different countries yeah. and, and everywhere else, making it available in the winter, our winter, it just, just blows your mind. They do a wonderful job with, with everything, of course, but the kale. All right. You've you got a personal <laughs> vendetta against kale. This is personal, I can tell. But, but the, the ornamental kale uh, that we have here is large, is very large mm-hmm. kale. Uh, so, yes, you can eat it. If you can eat the regular kale, you can eat the ornamental Okay. Kale. It tastes about the same. Okay. Which is terrible. But anyway, uh, they, they, they've got this large red. See, it's kind of, mm-hmm. well, wait a minute. That's not really red, is it? Is that maroon? I'm afraid that's maroon. You think everything's maroon. <laughs> 
I worked for them for so long. I'm yeah, they, they, they brainwashed Brainwashed me. me. But anyway, uh, if you want a beautiful uh, flower bed uh, in the shade, uh, plant some of that uh, red. They, they have, they used to have a white. Oh, I think that's white right by it. Uh, on the uh, second shelf from us. Oh, okay. I can't see it because of the tree. Yeah, uh, but mix that. Oh, is that it right there? Okay. What about right here? Straight ahead. Oh, yeah, to the left. To the left of the dianthus. Yeah, but those over there (laughs) are bigger. They're four and a half inch. But uh, I don't know if it's on sale or not. But... uh, the Christmas cactus is looking through my mm-hmm. cell items and uh, onions and things like that. Yeah. Did you get to how your onions doing, Calvin? Did you get them all on the ground? And you know what? Yeah. Uh, I'm getting as bad as you. I have, uh, I'm not. I can't the, even remember what I did with the uh, onions. They're, they're in the back <laughs> oh, of the car. No. No, no. I For you to be as bad as me. It, oh my God. They've been in there for how long? One week. Oh, man. Maybe his sniffer is not as good as we think. Uh, I don't think so. Can you smell them? <laughs> He's looking for his onions. And his, uh, uh, there, they oh, are. there they are. Are they okay? And, yeah. Seem to be. They're, okay. they're still... <laughs> even, if Calvin, even if you put them in your briefcase uh, yes. for over a week, these onions, when they get these onions... Uh, and of course, you can get them, order them from your uh, home. Uh, they're picked one day. They're harvested one day. The uh, uh, and they ship them. I think they ship them the very same day. So a lot of times you order them over the phone in the morning, and you can have them at your house the next day. Oh, that's cool. Or the uh, definitely the second day. Hey, we got a couple calls. Let's help Carol out first uh, with a question on sweet peas. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi, Carol. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Thank you for taking Good. my call. I followed your advice, y'all's advice. I listened to your program, and I planted my sweet pea seeds in waves starting in October and some in November. And I've been trying to grow them for years uh, because they smell so good in the spring. But I finally got some to germinate, but they're very spindly. So what should I do? Well, it's a spindly plant. Well, yeah, just be patient (laughs) with them. If you you compare them to English peas, which I've, I've got... Uh, two beds that are adjacent to each other, they they really uh, do look spindly compared to the English peas. They're much more aggressive. But they'll perk up uh, if this weather continues, and then they'll, and then they'll uh, at some point, they'll, they'll put that uh, muscle on there that you expect them. So as long as you got the foliage and keep them, keep them watered, and uh, doesn't hurt a little fertilizer. Doesn't hurt either. No. A little slow release lawn fertilizer, um, and that that's good. I mean, the fact that you got them to germinate is the hardest part. Since okay, you're having, great. Since you're since you're having so much trouble with them, or think they're too spindly, you might want to uh, uh, put uh, put some Miracle Grow on them. 
and see if they'll get better. I bet. Okay. I bet if you, I bet if you put that uh, miracle grow on them, that they'll bloom shortly thereafter. I wish you wouldn't do that. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, is that right? Miracle? I don't know. It's a miracle. No, uh, I, th- I think I think I listened to the Sweet Pea King of Calvin on this one. <laughs> but uh, okay, that's why I they will. put that beeper on. Uh, so oh, okay. You could uh, beep him out when it's going off on a tangent. <laughs> but they should. You've got. They're right where they. You want them right now, and they'll. Uh, yeah. They'll be putting that muscle on pretty quick. Did all 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 plantings come up? You said you. Uh, Not all, theory. but more than I've ever. Uh, been able to germinate before, and some of the okay. seeds I soaked in water the night before. You know, there you go. The did did the ones in the planted in the cooler weather or the earlier ones? Well, going out of hotter weather, uh, germinate less. Uh, the ones I planted in October germinated less. I think. Okay. Yeah, I've had the same. They experience. don't like. Any kind of warm soil, hot soil. I think every every gardener that uses sweet peas has had those <laughs> kind of exper- those kind of experiences. It's it's pretty unpredictable. Mm-hmm. It really brings it home when you plant them and grow them next to uh, Eng- English peas. Yeah, yeah, yeah the go. difference is uh, amazing. <laughs> All right, keep us informed. And Thank we'll, you. We'll keep, we'll, we'll you, keep reporting too. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Abby, let's, uh, let's start your question, and we'll see if we can finish it, and if we can't, we'll finish it after the news, okay? Welcome to Millburgers okay. Gardening, Seth, Texas. How you doing? Great. I thought I remembered Jerry talking one time about loquats that were selected for more fruit, less seed, and I was wondering, is that just something he was trying with Master Gardeners? Is it available commercially? I got to get a new loquat, and I want to get the best one I can find. Loquats? Yeah, the uh, Japanese plum. Yeah. Is uh, there one that I has? I don't one? know. I, that wasn't me. Yeah, you did. Uh, but you you did uh, gave made some available to a lot of gardeners a few years ago. Loquats? No. Japanese plums. No, we never sold that. I know there's a lot of different varieties that they experimented with in California. Yeah, right. But I don't think that trend ever made it here. No. Loquats. Mm. Are we talking about different things? <laughs> the Japanese uh, persimmon. Or oh, for plums. For yeah. plum, yeah. Yeah. The ones that bloom early. And so those, those fruit. five that I, that I planted and bark planted that you provided us, I'm just, just my Low imagination. Quats? Loquat, Japanese plums, yeah. I, I may have forgotten. No. <laughs> as, far, as far as I know, they're not uh, on the market, but, but uh, they are. there are a number of uh, different selections. Uh, have, have you eaten any loquats off of them, or the freeze get them all? The, this year, the freeze got, got them all. But have you ever gotten any fruit off of them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, bigger it was big, uh, bigger fruit and uh, uh, tastier, but uh, and I know it'll come to them. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll take a break and maybe. So my, my thought is uh, go to an Asian market. 
Oh. And buy some, because they're bound to have different varieties, and grow some out from the seed. I don't know what the cold hmm. tolerancy differences are going to be, but uh, I know they exist. It's just a matter of yeah. where you're going to find a plant. I don't know. Yeah. But we know you can find the seed. Well, and we can ask uh, our listeners to call in, too, and tell us if they remember uh, this wonderful loquat that Jerry introduced to San Antonio. Yeah, anybody oh, on Jerry's amazing. Uh, research team. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break, get you caught up with the news. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on The Answer. Breaking news, stimulating talk. 9.30 a.m., The Answer, KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. Stick with us. You won't miss a thing. Breaking news this hour at townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A judge has imposed a combined $1 million bond for the parents of the Michigan teen charged with killing four students at Oxford High School. Before bond was set, Judge Julie Nicholson first asked Jennifer Crumbly about the four involuntary manslaughter counts against her. How are you pleading to count one? Not guilty. How are you pleading to count two? Not guilty. How are you pleading to count three? Not guilty. How are you pleading to count four? Not guilty. Jennifer's husband, James, also pled not guilty. Jennifer Crumbly sobbed and struggled to respond to the judge's questions at times, and James Crumbly shook his head when a prosecutor said their son had full access to the gun used in the killings. I'm Shelley Adler. National Review correspondent Jim Garrity says one clear indicator the Supreme Court may impose new abortion restrictions was a comment made by Chief Justice John Roberts during arguments this week on Mississippi's abortion law. We are comparable to China and North Korea. And for a lot of conservatives who've learned to not get their hopes up when it comes to John Roberts, that comment to me suggests John Roberts is not entirely comfortable with the current state of our abortion laws. Garrity was interviewed by the Salem Radio Network. U.S. employers added just 210,000 jobs in November. And correspondent Chris Regaber reports that there are some very good uh, jobs out there, but very few gained in some sectors, like the restaurant, bar, and hotel sectors. The job gains there went down to just 23,000. It was 170,000 in the month before. Now, that could be the rise of Delta cases. It could be the end of outdoor dining, things like that. And that could fall further if Omicron does become a threat and people pull back on travel. And Regaber stresses that there were just 210,000 jobs created overall as the economy deals with inflation. More from townhall.com. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Portions of this hour's programming may be pre-recorded. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening. Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. It's Millburgers' big Christmas celebration here, and um, we encourage you to come on by and uh, visit. We've seen, a, maybe you've even heard the Little Red Choo Choo go by with all the kiddos in it, and they're enjoying the day. Santa's here. He's taking pictures with the kids and uh, stuff, so it's a lot of fun. Plus, beautiful Christmas trees, beautiful poinsettias, Christmas cactus, and much, much more. Lots of cyclamen, too, here at Millburger. So come on by and visit with us and uh, enjoy that at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. You see that red, bunch of red cyclamens back there? 
No. <laughs> As we walk up, it's back. Okay. Back there. I'll trust you. To the right. Okay. Under the tree. Okay, what, what about it? What about it? The red cyclamen. Oh, yeah, yeah, said, the cyclamen, yes. They're beautiful. Yeah, they sure are. I mean, that's a rich red, too. Oh, yeah. It's actually maybe a little different. That's maybe a deeper red than that one. Yeah. There's the one, well, we have the one in the front that's sort of a, a darker red, and this one that's sort of a brighter red, so. Yeah, I don't know um, whether. Abby, I hope we answered your question on the low quads, and if someone else remembers, call us at 210. 308-8867-210-308-8867. Yeah, so what else, Trace? Uh, I got artichokes in, finally. Hey, all right. I you were talking about that last week. Uh, so we, we'll call it a Christmas artichoke. you got to plant artichokes in the fall so they can get cold. If they don't get enough cold, they won't produce. Okay. When do they normally produce? Oh, it's like a April or May, isn't it? Oh, is that so right? Okay. It's like a big thistle. In fact, it is a thistle. Oh, yeah, okay. It's a weed. That happens to be a gorgeous bloom, or if you want to eat it, you have to eat it before the bloom opens. Oh, but, with uh, butter. Butter, mayonnaise, yeah. Oh, everything. I hadn't thought of mayonnaise. Um, cool. So where are they? Um, right there. Oh, is that them, those big old leaves? They're pretty. Look like actually, they look like a thistle, don't they? Um, yeah, I guess, they do. I guess so, um, but the leaves are pretty. Yeah. It's yeah. an interesting-looking plant. I wonder if that's a uh, green... The one that we used to grow, I don't know if they've got hybrids, called green something. Green globe, I think it was called. And um, those, are, those are huge. Those are big ones, which means uh, the, if you plant those now, and they've got to go through some cold temperatures, uh, they'll, ha- they'll probably have a... A fruit or flower uh, this coming spring. Okay. Uh, but if you plant them from seed and the smaller plants when you plant them, you have to give them a year before. Uh, do you remember the variety? Did they have varieties on those? Something globe. Green globe. Okay, that's it. I would have thought they would come up with some hybrid or something by now. But uh, anyway, uh, like we were saying while you were on the phone there, that uh, as big as those plants are there, if they plant them now, uh, they should should have a head or a flower by spring. In by spring, but those things <laughs> get huge. They can, yeah. <clears throat> we did some studies with them. Uh, a long time ago, and uh, we found out that probably the best place to grow them is around Kerrville because uh, you need cool weather, cold weather, but not cold enough to kill them. Like, if you'd have had them last year, or this year, it, that freeze would have got them. Like, it got most everything else. But anyway, the... Uh, Oh, the, we were talking about the cyclamens a while ago. I love that beautiful display you have over there. Talking about something fun for a picture. Stevie Wonder could take a good picture over there. Now, in, in, on another on another topic, we had a gardener that came up and uh, was re- asking about the uh, a white 
uh, really? flaking kind of material on the oh on the, on the Mexican petunia. She, mm, she was mm -hmm. talking about the tall, the yeah, tall the standard one. one. I'd seen it too, and I just didn't. I got it on my purple and on my pink. <laughs> and I didn't. Uh, I don't. I don't grow it, but the na the neighbors do, and I just. Well, there you'll have it soon, Calvin. If the neighbors. Oh again. yeah, no, no. I'm on the <laughs> I'm on the opposite of the windward side. Oh okay. I'm on the leeward side. Uh, it could. But, but it did. The one in my neighbors disappeared. The whites have disappeared after that huh. cold spell. Uh, so I don't know. Well, they, did you? They should come Trace, back. Did you, did you diagnose it? What was I, it? I diagnosed it as I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got the same problem, and can you imagine my wife telling me, "What is this?" and I can't answer. Um, <laughs> is it just single plants? In yeah. other words, no. It's on it's, every, almost yeah, yeah. every leaf yeah. from the bottom all the way there to the three it's foot a, tall. I think it's a fungus, like powder. It, it doesn't. It doesn't wipe off. I think it's a virus. A virus? Okay. It didn't. Uh, the ones that I'm familiar with, it didn't seem to affect the plant other than. No, it still blooms. It yeah. just it looks variegated, ish. Hmm. So well, I guess uh, gardeners out there that have it and have they've seen anything <coughs> develop, you can let us know. Otherwise, we'll just follow its progress. And I asked see all what about happens. it this last year, and nope, I didn't get an answer then. So hmm. yours has been longer than just yes. Oh, last few months. Huh? Has it been, uh, like I said, has it been all year? All uh, This year, yeah. Spring, La last, last year it started in the middle of the summer, and uh, and then it moved all the way in. Cut them back numerous times, thinking, well, if I cut yeah. them back, it'll come back without it. But no, it still comes back and does it huh. again. Hmm. But it looks like a snail trail without being goopy. Hmm. Yeah, mine, uh, the one I hit, I'm familiar with is just... For the first time, saw it this this uh, fall. Yeah, we we can pretty well pretty well see uh, make the statement that it ain't gonna kill the plant. No, it's not gonna kill it. But no. <laughs> like I said, it's kind of hard to explain that to my wife when I, I tell her cut it back, it'll come back without it. And, and <laughs> sure enough, it came back with it. We, no, we, we had so much confidence in you, Trace, and then to let your wife lie down like that—that's unforgivable. Now she she doesn't forgive me at all. <laughs> well, I'm surprised uh, Jerry doesn't give you advice. <laughs> Just give it some miracle grow. Well, there anyway. you go. Right. Yeah, that. Have you tried that? I, oh, I thought yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, I didn't finish my cyclamen thing. They're on sale, four inch pot regularly six ninety nine. Mm hmm. Sale is five for thirty dollars. Which makes them six dollars a piece, and they sure are pretty. How how could we make that five for something that would leave a ninety-nine cent on the end of it? You couldn't. No. Uh, you could edit it in ninety-five, <laughs> but you couldn't edit it in ninety-nine. Oh, okay. Twenty-nine ninety-nine. Uh, unless I raise, uh, no, that wouldn't even work. I was gonna say unless I raise the price. <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight. They're here and they're pretty. Eighty eight sixty seven. They really are. They make for good pictures. Yeah. Tom is on the line. Got a mosquito question <laughs> for us. Uh oh. Hi, Tom. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, except for mosquitoes. Yeah. I want to know if Jerry maybe could tell me. Um, used to be they only uh, 
reproduced in water. But now they seem to be reproducing inside of the house. Um, I have as many in the house as I have outside. As a matter of fact, I have good screens. We're careful. Um, and, of course, the ones that, the worst ones are the ones you can't see. What can he tell me about mosquitoes, how to control them? Well, you're saying that you've eliminated all uh, standing water, right? Yeah, I even the even the smallest every, amount. Yeah, I emptied. How it, close to? I emptied every three yeah. days for the chickens and and the dogs. Okay. Uh, well, they have these, but you don't have any standing water around. Your neighbors don't have any. So they can breed in wet soil. Yeah, Spider-Man yeah. was talking so, about that. Warren. And even even hosing, on. Um, out the coops and things like that. If there's standing water along it. Or, leaves leaves with indentations. Wet. When they're thickets. Oh. They'll, and, you know, if you've got like three days, four days straight, when they st- they don't dry out, you'll you'll get some hatches too. So it's really hard to state that you got everything that they would breed in. Yeah. Uh, I've even seen them breed in, a, in underneath my bushes. Yep, yeah, yeah. Where, where the the plant shades the soil long enough after a rain, it stays wet just long oh, enough for wow. them to to do their little thing and come Foot, back out as a skeeter. Well, Foot, I, footprints in the soil where you <laughs> left. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess. What's, I guess. What's the, what's the best defense? Best defense. Uh, let's see. What what's Spider Man using? Uh, uh, Spider Warren Remy and Spider Man Pest Control has the Into Care system. There you go. Which actually they they kind of spread the uh, the chemicals yeah. for you. And it's a sealed in thing, so it yeah. might be better with the uh, with the chickens. Oh, that's true. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Otherwise, chickens can get into anything. Well, I yeah, outside. I'm on five acres, and all my neighbors on five acres, so we can't spray outside. Uh, what can I spray on the inside? Is my question. Uh, in, oh, on in the inside in, the house? Inside the house. Any fogger that you set off should kill off every all the adults. They're inside but, the house? But they got to be getting yeah. in. They either got to be breeding inside, which is unlikely, or they got to be getting in when you have the door open too long. Yeah. Well, just that is bear, that or the, one of those bear indoor-outdoor yeah. works well. I think you've got but, that trace. But where would you spray? I would do a fogger. That way you don't have to worry about it. Oh, uh, fogger. Okay. I just I, I spray at the doorways. Yeah. Well, that's a good and idea. The, and the cor- corners and what you might want to do. What you might want to do is wait till night, and uh, it's real quiet in the house, and see if you can hear them breeding, and find <laughs> out where they're breeding, and stop that breeding. Right, or no, you're you're on your own uh, today. You were completely on your own. Have you ever heard of he's, he's full of one liners today? Yeah, that, that are not funny. Yeah. He's not not hey. not quite hitting on all cylinders today. And the, it's, um, it's too bad that uh, we're sold out of that wonderful mosquito repelling plant. But I, like I, I, I have one. But you you know Mil- Milton has brought up the point that. Uh, Spider-Man would, uh, th- their firm would discuss that issue with Yeah, um, it may be that with, the, with that same system, you could put it near the house so it would kind of keep 
it would it would knock down the numbers. But they're real good. They could think of other things too, yeah. and they would tell you what what if if they could do it or what you might use in the house too. And even, and even they're really they, helpful. Yeah, even if they don't sell it. Or yeah, they'll they'll tell you. Do you have the number? Do you want to call them? I can give you the number. Okay. 210-656-3721. And they'll call you on Monday. But, yeah, just ask them. But they'll – and if Warren's listening, he may even call in. You know, he listens <laughs> to the show. But I think uh, deer hunting season started, so Warren may be busy. <laughs> are they uh, – are they have, have the mosquitoes – Bidding you? In other words, uh, oh yeah, they sting me all the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Inside the house. Maybe. Yeah. Worse than outside. Yeah, it's interesting, and I've seen them sometimes. You know, I think they kind of buzz around the doors, and so you, or you open the door up to come in, and they kind of get. I feel like I don't know if it's true. They kind of get sucked in there, <laughs> and they. Uh, it's not their fault, is it, Milt? Yeah, you know, it's not, but it doesn't doesn't solve the problem. <laughs> Um, I spray around the doors. Oh, do you? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> what do you spray with? Yeah. I'm thinking they must be reproducing inside the house without oh, water. That's a possibility, too. See, that? that's why you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> They're reproducing inside the house. Because you wouldn't need much in the house. You would need, a, like you said, a planter that had water in it still there or a go. faucet no. that had No, we don't have puddles. any of that. Or pipes that had <laughs> leaks. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it takes much. I was thinking. I was thinking they had gnats. Call. That's call. Why I ask if you. Oh got, no! If he's been bit, then he doesn't have gnats. Yeah. Call Spider Man. Ask him kind of where you should look, and he'll probably give you different advice than Jerry. And if he if he tells her about the breeding, uh, call, call us. And he tell he us. will give you different advice. Yes, <laughs> it's just what not, that, he might. What was that okay. number again? Spider Pest Control. It's two one zero. Six five six thirty seven twenty one. Thank you very much. You bet. Thank you for calling. Thanks, Tom. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah, it's a tough problem, mosquitoes, and it doesn't seem to be a consistent season in South Texas for mosquitoes. I don't he's think got, he's ever, got them now. I don't think I've ever heard of them in the house before. Oh, I always see one. Yeah, it makes the, I know it followed me in. And I'll see them. Uh, those you see them in the bathrooms or showers. Or you, I turn off the uh, bedroom lights, and immediately there's one. Oh, buzzes, uh, yeah. I, I, I kind of accuse somebody of uh, having it. <laughs> is that are you really a mosquito in here? Or what is this? <laughs> wow, it's but, it's amazing how loud the buzz is. Yeah, especially at night with the lights out. It's yeah. pretty loud. <laughs> All right, I, I guess that's a buzz, Milt. I think it is. I hope, I hope they're not breeding. That's breeding you're here. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's just they're just buzzing. Oh, okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Trace, we've talked about the trees. You want to talk a little bit more about the varieties you have? And um, I know uh, well, we, we got talked about Nordman last time. Nordman, and uh, if you have allergies, that's the best tree for you. So you still got a live tree, but you're far less likely to have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. We do have a, uh, a family that comes all the way from Austin every year to get one To get that one? Yeah, you may be one of the few places, that's, if not the only place, that sells so. it. And uh, Frazier's, which is your number one tree as far as quantity and uh, how, how well it holds up. It's just a superior tree to just about anything. And then we have the noble firs, which is the more majestic look. Are you still hearing rumors about 
uh, short supply? Uh, yes, everybody I've talked to. Okay, so it's There's not a rumor a, anymore. Well, be careful. There's a, bit, a huge article in the paper uh, today or yeah, yesterday about say? the the imagined uh, shortage. Shortage, yeah. Well, it's not. And I didn't get a chance to read it. It's not an imagination. We were we were 400 trees short at one point. Huh. Well, we'll we'll have to read read that because they the uh, headline implied that it wasn't wasn't uh, a real shortage. I don't know what I that don't means. Know. I didn't get a chance. To Sounds read like it. you're you're noticing it and as a buyer, as a retailer. Yes, well, I it am. can be localized too. It can be. You know. Everybody I've talked to for re-wholesaling, uh, they're in the same boat. I talked to one man said he was eight thousand trees down. Yeek. Whoa! Wow. Well, it'll be interesting if anybody did read that. Is it in the last two days? She gave no, it's not no. in that section. Yesterday. Yes. All right. Well, yeah. if you want to be sure, <laughs> uh, don't want to argue. And this is generally the weekend that people come and start getting the trees. That weekend after Thanksgiving, the weekend after the weekend after first Thanksgiving. weekend in December. Yeah, there first you go. Full weekend. So. Yeah, and so you can bring the kids to see Santa and all that good stuff too. And ride the train. And ride the train. Uh, for another 40 minutes. Uh, it's, it's true. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. That's Patsy and Ferlin Husky with Let It Snow. All right, 210-308-8867. I see somebody getting some more poinsettias here. So yeah, and uh, people have are, are now starting to come on out and uh, do their Christmas uh, Christmas plant shopping here at Millburgers. 210-308-8867. We need hummingbird reports still, and we need uh, some. Uh, Tomato reports. Yeah, I haven't seen a hummingbird for uh, oh, nearly three weeks. So if anybody has seen any out there, let us know. Okay. And we can uh, we can even reach out to Kyle tomorrow. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right, we'll do that too. All right, again, 210-308-8867. What uh, else is going on? Let's see. I was looking at... Uh, Calvin's got a wonderful article in today's paper, and he thoroughly covers uh, covering your plants for for the cold weather to avoid cold damage. And uh, he said, uh, did not freeze in November the uh, this year, but be prepared for December. The average year our first freeze usually occurs by mid-November, and that's true. Uh, the uh, but uh, this this year has been crazy too. But remember, all the hard freezes, uh, the extremely hard freezes, occurred around a, a week of Christmas Day in December. So. Uh, 
it may be it may be uh easing us up to <laughs> mm. to we're enjoying all this nice weather we're having with with no freezes cold temperatures I also remember that the, that early season freeze that first freeze is usually more damaging than the later freezes yeah. so you're going to be ready for action and this year <laughs> and we will keep warning you over and over that uh, if your citrus froze back last year and it sprouted from the ground those that new growth uh, is going to be even more susceptible to cold damage I would say if they're predicting 30 to 32 you better have that new growth covered and uh, their mine is uh, I'm struggling with this too because mine uh, they shoot up a if they from the true uh, growth uh, on the satsumas or whatever they shoot up a very uh, vigorously growing shoot that gets very tall uh, and uh, the, has has leaves on it of course but that's new growth and uh, new growth uh, freezes much easier than does a the, in other words the older a tree uh, older a citrus tree is the more cold tolerant it is <laughs> There's your word back. <laughs> Pretty. All right. Uh, ready to take a question? Yeah. We got Ron on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on, Ron? Well, howdy-doody, folks. Y'all doing howdy. okay? Yeah, you doing yeah. all right? Yeah, well, yeah, pretty much. I just ate too much lunch. I guess I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just listening to you guys. I, oh, grilled cheese sandwich with um, uh, made with butter and uh, cream t- tomato soup with uh, dill, pic- dill pickle on the side and, that, and a big glass of milk. <laughs> you, boy, Sounds good. Can't get much country than that. It was so good. But it's good to hear from you gentlemen. And uh, I just wanted to um, say, Mr. I haven't been able to call for a while. I just love to hear all of y'all. I'm the one that told you a long time ago i don't um i can't wait to get a nice house out in the country so i can have a real garden i got so many rocks in my front yard <laughs> it, it's ridiculous my poor i've got roots that are on strike right now because i've got it's ridiculous <laughs> i live out in converse and it's not only hard water but i mean we've got some seriously hard soil and um you can't dig without finding mm. rock it's like um that's that's just crazy but anyway um, I just <laughs> well, I, I, I tell the story about uh, Hayden Habe in uh, Rock Springs when I went up there, and he was so proud of his garden, took me out to show his garden. Yeah. And, of course, I had to make a comment, sure. and that garden was solid rocks. I oh, mean, wow. about, wow. you know, about the throwing side rock. Yeah. And I said, oh, Hayden, uh, I said... <laughs> He was kind of aging up there. He said, I said, you might want to remove some of those rocks. And (laughs) this was my first time to hit the hill country. Mm. He said, I have removed all the rocks. (laughs) I have. And and, uh, we decided those rocks, he was using rocks for mulch, which is 
kind of real because if you ever turned over a rock, what is it on the bottom? It's It's moist. It's damp. Yeah. So uh, we we decided that in Rock Springs, you have to put up with a few rocks. Well, anyway, makes sense. (laughs) Actually, sure, that's that's special. But uh, I just wanted to get a clear couple of things. I know that um, uh, this is not the main. uh, Let me just get this out of the way. Poinsettia. I hear people judge me. I don't like to hear it because I didn't grow up with poinsettias. I grew up with poinsettias in the family. So it is poinsettia. There right? you go. Poinsettia. Good man. Good man. Thank you. Thank you kindly. Okay. <laughs> just real quick. <laughs> I try to be. Uh, um, real quick on the poinsettias. Um, I'm just going to I'm gonna play Scrooge Advocate right now real quick here. Now, the only time I seem to see these poinsettias, and they are a pretty plant. Obviously, there's money. And all the trappings in, in the surroundings of the of the seasons, the various seasons, and God bless capitalism. I'm I'm all for it. You know, some people think it's evil, but I, I love it. And uh, uh, I'm wondering, um, what do you do with the poinsettia? How long does it last after you buy it? Because to me, the poinsettia represents like you know the chick and the and the uh, and the and the bunny or when you around Easter. And you get some people, your parents used to hand out chicks and someone would hand out bunnies. And that was really traditional, especially when I was a, um, a kid. And I'm, I'm 60 right now, and I remember that was really special. You'd see them yellow or even pink dyed chicks. Well, I don't even think you can dye them anymore, but um, that was just part of the season. And to me, that's the poinsettia. It's just part of the season. You never see them to see them anytime. Very rare. Is it just me or is it just kind of a a Christmassy plant and then it just goes away? Yeah, you, uh, well, you know, that's really, pretty close to right, but uh, to, to, to buy one, uh, I don't think Calvin's written his Chris Poinsettia article yet, but he, you can find it on plantanswers.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, use the first search engine to the right as you open the page. And uh, put in to that first search engine, poinsettia, and uh, you'll find previous articles that uh, he and I have both written. Yeah, they've evolved too. Yeah, maybe what they've, they've evolved. evolved. They're much. Oh yeah, yeah. They survive. They're, they're much easier to survive. They survive. Yeah. Uh, do without. you do you want to keep it longer than the holiday season? Or are you just kind of? We cover that in the in the write-ups. Okay, Ryan, is that what your hope is? No, no. I, I, my parents, I've never actually owned one. We see, I see them here at work all of a sudden, and they're all around the countertops and in, in the in the lobby, and they're okay. you know, beautiful plants. But no, I'm just curious. I mean, do they do, do they tend to have a short life? Obviously, uh, I know that people have a, seem to have a short love affair for them because you never see them. Throughout the year, and they do dental offices. A lot of dental offices. They have a short season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we had Have one a... from. Uh, yeah. So the freeze got it. I think the freeze got it. No, actually, the freeze didn't get it. We brought it in. <laughs> we had one in the container for probably a year and a half. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. We do too. The the deal is, if you keep if you keep them watered. Uh, never let them dry out because they're in a very loose uh, yeah. potting mix. 
so they grow fast, but you want to make sure that they're kept moist. And that's, that's where most of these offices and uh, places that have poinsettias, and they look like hell after about two weeks because they've let them dry during the weekend and are gone on vacation, and nobody's taken care of them and watered them. Yeah. So, and you you don't have to dry them. Well, used to, you didn't have to dry them out but once or twice where they'd lose every leaf on them except the red ones. Yeah. Except, yep, so, yep. Uh, again, Calvin and I both uh, addressed that in, in articles that were written in the past. Jerry's uh, son did a, a, a research project of using ice cubes, in You're fact, right. to keep them. Moist. It works. It works pretty slick. Science fair. Yeah, yeah. I'm willing to bet oh. that at your work oh. they'll probably want to throw them away after the holidays. So you could yeah. you could grab one, <laughs> and throw it away, and see okay. if you can keep it alive. You see, there used to be a there used to be a really big one. Um, it was at uh, Alamo Church. Heights United Methodist yeah, Church. Right. Uh, it was protected, I think, from the northern wind. It was against the southern wall. Yeah. And it was huge. <laughs> Yeah, a whole roll of them, I think. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, so they don't have to be disposable, no. like the bunnies no. and the chicks. But when okay. you when you buy one, if you haven't bought one before, uh, of course, Millburgers has the best, right? Remember? Yep. Absolutely. Uh, they really do have pretty when, <laughs> when you buy them, you know, what you're looking at when you're looking at the red uh, or white or pink uh, color you're looking at the bracts or, or, the, or the leaves. And what you want to look for are the flowers, which are in the middle of the leaf, the colorful bracts or leaves. Now, uh, when that flower, you want to buy them when that flower inside the bracts are, are tight or in bud form. Once they begin, once they open, and you can actually see the little stamens and pollen grains in there, uh, they begin to deteriorate. The flowers do, the colorful bracts do. So uh, the point, the grow, the retailers uh, like to get them where the the true flowers are still in bud form. So get them, get them in that condition, and they last a lot, a lot longer. We're okay. real lucky here in San Antonio, where we've got, I'll say, the best poinsettia producer in Texas. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, in, maybe yeah. in the United States, and uh, so. But now that that's not he didn't sell to the big box stores. Uh, so you'll have to come to a, a, host, a retail nursery to find his product. I'll be darned. Okay. Well, just real quick, let me run a name. Have you ever heard of a man named, years ago, He, uh, my dad used to work for H-E-B, and then he spun off and opened up his own uh, uh, retail produce store, which was big success until Walmart knocked us out of the park. That's another story. Um, oh, but his yeah. Name was Cle- yeah. This man's name was Clarence. Him. He owned a he owned a pharmacy in town, and he grew nothing but caladiums 
Uh-huh. And, uh, my, my dad, it was he had this massive greenhouse, and it was covered, and he grew caladiums for HEB. And uh, uh, his, yeah, that was Clarence Tatum. He owned, I'm trying to think of the name of the big pharmacy in San Antonio. He also owned that. He tried to get my dad to go into mm. business with him, and it's that's another story. And but uh, yeah, you said co- um, you said caladiums, the bulb, the, yeah. the, the yeah, pretty yeah, leaves. Yeah, they were beautiful. They looked like you know that they looked like elephant ears, but they had beautiful splashes right. of color okay. and whites and reds and pinks. And, yeah. You don't see caladiums too much either. You see, well, see them from time yeah, to time. Uh, at the right time of the year, they yeah, you see start them. them in the greenhouse, and uh, and a lot of people like to use them in shady areas. Okay, so yeah. color. In. Ron, we got to run to a break here, but before we do, are you going to grab one of those poinsettias at work and try to keep it going? I will not. <laughs> I will grab a rutabaga, though. You know, because who wouldn't? Remember, year yeah, round, you made, sir. You made Calvin, <laughs> no. Calvin's day. Thanks, Ron. Yeah, you, sir. Thank you. You too. Take care. All right, we got to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, at 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and Trace is up on the porch with us, too. So, uh, I got good news. Oh, dear. Okay. I just thought about the loquat thing. Oh, did you? Okay. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody we, called we, you. <laughs> we got loquats. Uh, Mr. Moy had brought a uh, seed of, uh, of the loquats. Wait a minute. Coming uh, back to me. Oh no, that's going away. Okay, I'll talk about me, it. Me and David had a joke that <laughs> he, he's forgotten more than we'll ever know. Uh, yeah, than I'll ever know. <laughs> or that we'll ever know. Yeah. So, did I just miss it? He was remembering a little. He was. He was. He was almost there. Oh, all right. He drove up to the house, but then drove the car away. <laughs> a little quad. Okay, Mr. Moy. Do- Doctor Moy. Yeah. Japanese plum. The Japanese plum. It's got, got big leaves, right? Yes, yeah. sir. They're, they're, oh, okay. I got it. Rose in the sun or the shade. Yeah, I got it. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about that big tree out there. Well, that's a little quad, too. But anyway, this was uh, had huge leaves on it, like it no other loquat I'd ever seen, and had huge fruit on it. And uh, he, he brought back a seed from China. Well, he'd, he'd first seen them. And, uh, cause we'd, we, you know, we, <laughs> you c- kind of had trouble understanding Mr. Moy sometimes. Yes. In other words, every time. Yeah, okay. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, he, he'd said about the, he had a big fruiting loquat. Well, we, because of the freezes, you know, they, they bloom in Christmas, so, uh, that have blooms and then generally uh, several years in a row, a lot of year, years in a row, those blooms freeze so you don't have any loquats. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I think Mr. Moore had left the botanical garden when uh, it fruit. I first saw the fruit on it. It was huge. It was huge. So... <laughs> 
and uh, I took pictures of it. And so we we started collecting all the seed from that thing and grew some plants out. And I imagine that's what I gave gave you. Huh. Did your did yours and Bart's die? Get oh. killed? Ah, it got they got affected by the freezes. Okay, depending on where they are in the landscape. Yeah, yeah. It was sheltered or yeah. open. Did it ever fruit? Did you ever eat fruit uh, off of it? It did, it did, in fact. Were they big? Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. So there, there's five of I them. I knew I would remember it. Yeah, you knew after all the a few time. hours. So theoretically, my my thoughts were correct. Yeah, I know. I was go thinking that. Buy, go, yeah. go, to, go to an Asian market because that's when you're much more likely oh, to find yeah. different varieties. Yeah. And experiment. Yeah. just Well, and that's where the, the, in California they even had... Uh, Somewhere I saw a list of. I saw, I saw something that was like thirteen or fourteen different That's flavors. Right. Yeah. Of oh my goodness! Yeah. What? All grown for different type of Asian cooking. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But anyway. Okay. Yeah, I take full responsibility. <laughs> now. Now. We should probably record that. <laughs> yeah, we should. Because <laughs> yeah. if we bring this up tomorrow. Okay, we need to have Carol, figure, uh, the woman, say, call again tomorrow and ask about the loquats. <laughs> just as a test to see well, how the Well, overnight. You know, I know what I'm saying? I've slept since I you asked know. me. But anyway, uh, yeah, that was a story on that. I, I don't That's think. cool. The the original trees are over at, uh, at the botanical garden, still alive. We we rooted cuttings, which they're not easy to root, but we had our best luck with growing them from seed. So I would collect all the rotted fruit under the tree. The, the you and the raccoons and, and the possums and the raccoon and worst predators of that. Were the botanical garden employees? Employees, because <laughs> when they would get ripe, they were easy to see. <laughs> well, when the fruit on this tree out here is ripe, and I can't find my employees, uh, they're out there grazing. They're huh? they're out there picking them off that tree. <laughs> How big is the fruit on that? Is it pretty uh, big and meaty? Nah, yeah. It's, okay. It's a, but they they all say it tastes good. I don't like the way it tastes. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they need to make some low quite jelly. Oh it's yeah, like Jerry and Kale. That's how I am with them. They do do to make good jelly, but people don't like a lot of uh, loquats because they drop all that when they do have fruit. Yeah, then they, they have, have a lot of fruit and they drop some on the ground. There's a, a lot on the ground. A tree at the corner of West and Lock Hill, Selma. And when it's when it's got all the fruit, it, it goes it's on somebody's property, and it just leans over the fence, and you cannot drive by that area without seeing somebody picking loquats off that. Milton, how many loquats? I'm not. Take? I don't say. I'm telling on a friend, not me. <laughs> no, I've thought about it. I haven't done it. I'd have to be walking through there, and then. But uh, well, there's even pecans like yeah, like where, where folks are. Yeah, we we drove. We had a, the pecan tree that I was talking about that I used to like in our yard. Uh, we would drive up if we left the fence open, and there would be people in our yeah. yard picking uh, pe- picking up pecans. If you, do, if you drive in your driveway and they are there, and you and they and you look at them, and they say, oh, "Do you mind if we do this?" <laughs> <laughs> it was just a little surprising to me. Okay, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 
Uh, Trace, so one of the things we often ask you is what are folks asking about? What are you training your employees to be prepared for question-wise this time of year? Well, the the first thing we talked about in our meeting this morning was watering poinsettias with ice. Oh, good. Oh, with ice. Because uh, you don't want them to sit in water. Somebody was trying to buy a bunch of saucers, and we knew that she was going to underwater the top and overwater the bottom. Uh-huh. Uh, we also talked about how not poisonous they are. Oh, good. And... Um, what? No. I used you as an example. <laughs> yeah. So you're still alive, and I watched you eat a leaf. Yeah. Uh, well. Can't taste I, good, but. Are we uh, sure he's still alive? We, yeah. no. well, we're a little mentally uh, <laughs> deranged. Affected. But yeah. But yeah. Maybe that's what affected his memory. It could be. <laughs> what? But, huh? I don't remember that. But, but yeah. yeah. That, we talked about how uh, fragile you know, customers are liking want to put them outside uh, by their front doors and kind of, we kind of try to talk them out of that well, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you what they tried to talk me into and i regret that i didn't do it when i bought the one here they said do you want us to put it in a, a, ba- a paper bag for you yeah so you can take in your ah, i'm okay i'm okay you think and you're okay it, uh, <laughs> i thought i was okay yeah and it, it rode in the car and <laughs> first, first yeah. good speed bump yeah uh yeah so uh, it takes a little jiggle Take, take them up on that. And they, well, break, they break off the pit. What did you do with the limbs that broke off? Oh, I they're still in the car probably. <laughs> the, when the limbs break off, and they probably will no matter how carefully you handle them. Uh, do y'all sleeve them? You don't sleeve them, do you? We, we, Back. we try. Okay. Sometimes they don't want one like Milton. Okay. But, but we do have it all set up to do it inside by okay. the cashier. Okay, that's great. And if the weather is uh, uh, tough, you know, if it's close to freezing out there or something, that's, <laughs> that's a, always exciting when people are trying to get oh, poinsettias yeah. home. Uh, and up north, it was even worse. You know, people oh, just, yeah. they, they think, well, let me, we'll get this from the store and then we'll rush and we'll put it in the car. Yeah. Yeah. They like and to then, set them on carts in the greenhouse <laughs> oh, and, then, no. and then roll. <laughs> yeah. And there's not one level spot in this store, Mill. Yeah, I know. So, you know, they... By the time they get to the register, they oh, can I go pick out another one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, when the limbs break off, uh, some people say to uh, put them uh, to cauter- cauterize them, basically. Uh, in other words, they have sap in them. They mm-hmm. have that white sap in them. Yeah, we talked about that stain in clothes. Yeah. And then uh, you oh, just is that right? it does? D- dump yeah. them. So euphorbious, yeah, it'll... Yeah, stain or get you sticky, one of the mm-hmm. two, yeah. or both. And you uh, take the place, place that bur- bur- broke off, the limb that broke off, and uh, heat it, burn it until it uh, seals that cut so it doesn't have that white sap coming out of it, and then put it in a in some water. And they'll, they'll add for cut flour for quite a while so what i hear is milton throw them away mm. and, and buy another one <laughs> yeah i think that was their advice for a long time just, <laughs> just toss them <laughs> but but anyway they uh but y'all do have the sleeves for most and, most of them the uh, big the big 10 inch pots yeah uh, no. the, the, those sleeves don't come off and go back on but uh-uh. uh, oh. everything else i think we've got and we're trying to teach the customers uh, uh, like the peterson poinsettias yeah so we'll check them for water, but we're gonna we leave them on on the sleeves for at least two three days, 
so we can teach the customer so much easier to take it in the protective sleeve. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. You could drop kick that thing, and it'd probably still be okay <laughs> yeah. when you unwrap it. I've seen a lot of people that come to the nursery to buy uh, Peterson's, the, the supplier, to buy those plunks, that is, and they're in a truck. Yeah. And they put them in those sleeves for them. Oh. And they just lay them down in the back of a truck. Oh. If you're not... If you're going somewhere around San Antonio, and uh, that that do a, put them in there like cordwood, and they, huh, they they'll make it. So but the, that's not. I'm not advocating that, but I'm just. But saying. you are advocating the sleeve. Oh yeah, yes. those sleeves are good. And also, <laughs> did you te- teach it, tell them how to take them out of the sleeves? <laughs> sort of. No, rip the sleeve off. Well, you the, don't reuse the, the sleeve. So we figured out a way to reuse that paper sleeve. Yeah, yeah. But the homeowner, when the customer when takes the it customer home, gets it home, they can tear just it off. rip it out of the and rip that, the leaf off. Unless you're like me, where you know you have to retransport it. Yeah. To somewhere else on another date. Absolutely. No. But you got to be careful to not to break them if you reuse the sleeve. But if you're just gonna so have you seen those have you seen house. those fancy little things that we have in there to do it? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay, so there's <laughs> like a little tripod. Okay. That's got different sizes written on it. So you put set on top of the the correct size of the pot. Okay. And the paper sleeves are uh, open side up because yeah, right. you can't you can't flip them around. But okay. all the other ones, you turn them upside down, and then when you pull it up, it makes it. Uh, come back up over the poinsettia and kind of oh, just my goodness. slides right in. Pretty, pretty nice. simple. <laughs> but anyway, that's, okay, that's what so. you will do with your poinsettia. Anything else you're training them? Well, if you if you learn how to do the poinsettias, can you move transition to the to the uh, Christmas trees? It sounds like the process is <laughs> pretty same, except about twenty times as large. Well, we if they buy a Christmas tree without a stand on it, we do have a net machine. Yeah. Where we can skinny it up for you, but the sand won't fit through. So, uh, and we know the sand doesn't go back on after it comes off. Oh, it has yeah. to be cut and drilled. So, uh, so, the people that do buy the tree without the stand, um, a lot of them do get it netted. Yeah, I was yeah I was watching them. People are fascinated by that process, and uh, and every they don't realize until they watch their tree get prepared. Yeah, how <laughs> how much you know all the cutting of the base and sprinkling and uh, everything that goes into preparation of that tree. <laughs> we got to talk to Val real quick and see if we can answer Val's question before we go to and say goodbye for today. Val, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Let's see if we can help you. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, my concern is the uh, what's supposed to be the farmer's friend, the big red ant. Uh, we have Sabino Cleone where we live here. And uh, they have, they've just taken over this country. And, of course, where there are big mounds, if you wider and wider and wider, nothing can grow. Is there anything uh, an individual can do to uh, solve this situation? Well, uh, you know that's a native Texas ant. Now we only yes. have, we need to answer her question because we only have like a minute. Well, there's there's okay. a there's a that couple, that couple of options, but nothing easy. You okay. can you you can block the trails from the mound to your target plants with 
no. acephate. She's talking. She's not talking about leaf cutters. She's talking about the big Texas red ant. Yes. Are you? Yes. That makes uh, we, it, we makes the bear ground. Is, but right now the issue is, I mean, because it's the same fall, they like both. But right now uh, the uh, it is a Texas farm ant, <laughs> the large one. Okay. Does uh, it, have you tried just using the um, Amdro? Yeah. The Andrew, uh, the uh, no, and I wonder if you do use that, uh, when is a proper time to put it out? Right while they're feeding. Just put it out yeah. in the in the bare areas. Right? Yeah, if they'll walk in it or you can get it into the yeah. into their lines, they'll it'll take out a lot of them. Now, yeah. if we didn't answer your question, call us tomorrow when the show starts. We gotta say goodbye for today. I'm Milton Glick. Thanks to you for listening. Thanks to Al for doing a great job. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.